Welcome to the Inspired Women Podcast. I'm your host, Megan Hall, motivational speaker, full-time psychology student, mama four, and military spouse. On this podcast, I share helpful life tips and real stories from inspirational women. Warning, sometimes we chat about taboo topics and drop some F-bombs. Thank you for tuning in with me today. Enjoy the episode. Hey guys, today I'm here with Lindsay. Lindsay Dermono is the president of Dermono Advertising Company and host of the Drop and Give Me 20 podcast, which I'll link up in the show notes for anybody who wants to check it out. I actually was a guest a long time ago on it. It's been going for a while now. How long has it been going, Lindsay? A couple uh, years. So yeah, a couple years we we paused um, and we're picking back up shortly on season four, but we produce, we only produce two episodes a month on the first and the 15th. So um, I think combined like three years, if you just, you know, from the, from the first podcast release to, to today. Yeah. Like yeah. I was like, it was, a, it was like a couple years ago when I was on yeah. it. Yeah. It seems so anyways, uh, Lindsay is passionate about helping growing business owners and advocates on a variety of military spouse issues, including underemployment, which is what we're going to talk about today. So usually we don't talk much about business on the podcast, but Lindsay, you have a very unique perspective that I think could be very helpful for many, um, many people out there, whether they're entrepreneurs, they're not entrepreneurs, you know, and, and military spouses, we have a good like 50% at least of the podcast audience is military spouses. So I'd love to have you tell us a little bit about remote work. What is remote work? How does that work? Like people hearing it, usually people think you have to go to a nine to five, you have to show up at this place to, to get work, but that's not always the case. Right. Um, we've, we've glamorized remote work. We really have. I mean, we've really sexed it up and, and made it into this really shiny, attainable thing. And both as, as someone who has employed people that work remotely, and also I work as many days remotely at home, it's, you know, it, it's just a, a mountain of, you know, self-identifying what works for you and what doesn't. And like, for example, when we first started recording, I was like, you know, the people next door are residing their house. And, but, you know, as soon as you started talking, I can hear the truck and I'm like, son of a gun. <laughs> <laughs> like, of course, naturally, everybody knows, like, you know, just anyway. So um, when talking about remote work, you know, one of the things that, that I like to just, let's just get it out there. It, it is not for everyone. And it's okay if, you're more of uh, someone that, you know, really does enjoy that structure of getting up, leaving the house, getting to an office, having your lunch break, and then coming home. And that's, that's your day. There's nothing wrong with that. In fact, sometimes that's easier because you're, you're getting up and going to work and then you're getting off work and coming home. Like when you work from home, that gets blurry you know, I've got my coffee going, let me just start the dishwasher, let me start the laundry, let me fold some stuff, and now it's 9.30 and I haven't even done anything for work yet. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and then, you know, the other thing is that, here goes the dogs. It's when, fine. When people have, um, you know, engagements that they have to take care of, whether it's 
caring for somebody that lives with them or children, you know, that can become very fussy and stuff too. So I think we've, we've really, we love the idea of working remotely and people see it as a, um, as a solution, mm -hmm. but I think it really needs to be something that you really, you know, you can test it out and it's okay if it's not for you. I mean, I, I know some people who, when they have children in the household, they'll, they'll still get daycare, you know, even though they're working from home and, and that I can imagine, you know, it, it also gets complicated because then you have, you know, distractions and stuff like that. So that's why I say, you know, it's okay if getting up, leaving your house, going to an office works for you because then you don't have that and you can get your, your work done. And then the other thing that can happen is around five, five thirty when you're logging off, you know, checking out, logging off, you know, getting, getting off work, that looks different at home because you're just walking away from your computer. And so I've all, almost found myself working more mm -hmm. because it's easy for me to, Oh, let me just hop back on. And now it's eight o'clock at night. And I, Oh my God, like just want to get off work. Yeah, no, that used to happen to me a lot. My husband actually used to give me shit a lot when I was an entrepreneur, I closed down my business when I, around the time I started back to school, cause I just can't do it all. <laughs> yeah. And, um, so he used to give me shit because I would, I would do that. I would hop on and I would, you know, start working like at night because I had time we we're watching TV or whatever. And he said, that's not fair because yeah. I couldn't, I, I wasn't spending time with him. I was spending time on my phone or my computer doing work. So he, he did not, he did not enjoy that very much. Do you find some issues with that as well? Yeah. And I would even say like my mom will pop by and I love my mom. My mom and I are very close, but like, I'm like, mom, I'm working. Like I can't, you know, run an errand with you or whatever. And then I feel awful and I feel daughter guilt because, you know, I've, I've been, you know, it's just, it's just, right. so you really just have to make sure you communicate with your loved ones, like what that looks like for you. Um, it's not perfect and it hasn't worked out. I, I, I can't say that I've gotten it a hundred percent to a T because, you know, when you're it, loved one comes home early, of course you want to like get up and go and, you know, have lunch with them or whatever, but it would be as if I walked into their work, if they're, you know, in a board meeting and I just walk in, I'm like, Hey, where's the remote? Like that doesn't work. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> or, you know, I can't find this. I mean, those are like the, the 10 questions I get on a daily basis. So, um, but now that we've talked about kind of, we've, we've hit that. So that's a real talk understanding of what remote work looks like. The advantages could be really cool. I mean, you know, I don't have to take off work if I'm not feeling well, you know, I can work from home. Um, if I've got, you know, someone coming to the house to fix something, I can take care of that while I'm working, you know, I can get up and go open the door and they can do whatever. Um, you know, and I don't have to take that time off for that. And then the other thing is some of us who don't, really don't work well under that structure. You know, I kind of like a fluid day. Mm -hmm. um, I work in social media and, you know, the peak times that, that people use social media is, is when I'm working. So from like nine to 11, I could go to the grocery store if I wanted to, or I can make a doctor's appointment and I don't have to take off because that's not really a peak time for people when they're using social media. Um, but you know, around lunchtime or around dinner time, weekends, yes, they are. So I've kind of built it in a manner where, you know, 
I get up, I go, the other thing is like treat remote work or if you're remote working from home, treat it just like you would get up at the same time, you know, get into your office. If that's a corner of your house, a closet, whatever, you know, get there and at the same time every day and really get into that rhythm of structure um, because you're going to need it, you know, making, I, might, I forgot my breakfast. It's like literally sitting on my, my table right now. I made it at like, forgot it. And like, you know, so staying, staying structured, I think is something that um, is a really beneficial part of working remote too. Um, I don't know. What is your feedback? I mean, you, you work remotely as well. Yeah. I mean, I did. I mean, now I do school and I'm probably going to be doing that online here soon because it's, it's kind of hard to, to get to classes um, in person, especially with kids and with appointments. And when I had ran my own business, I found that I did, I had to get up the same time every day because it's so tempted to sleep in and be like, oh, I don't have an appointment or I don't have a podcast interview or I don't have this or that until like 11 o'clock. It's, it's really tempting. But even now I, I keep that same routine because I find it, it helps me stay sane. (laughs) <laughs> to keep a routine. <laughs> so Orange is the New Black, the new season, I was binging it, you know, and I was watching season after another and I had like two more episodes to go. And I mean, like, I really had to stop myself from wanting to watch it during my like work day. I do, I'm doing air quotes for people that, you know, are listening to my work day, my, my nine to five, whatever. Like, I can't watch that, but I really wanted to, or I wanted to finish the chapter of the book I was reading, but you can't do that. You've got to stay yeah, really. And, and the other thing I do is, um, on Sunday night, I plan my week. I know what appointments I have. I know what tasks I need to get done. And just really, you don't have that coworker accountability. You don't have somebody walking by your desk and going, Hey, did you finish that report? Like, no, I gotta, you know, set reminders and reminders. I have like 15 different sticky notes to remind me, like do stuff. We were just talking about this. I have a reminder on my phone for podcast interviews and yeah. luckily it went off because I was like, Lindsay almost didn't make it because <laughs> I haven't been feeling well lately. Like mentally, I've been on a lot of stress and anxiety and ooh, a lot of stuff going on in my head. Um, and so I was like, if I hadn't had that reminder, I would have completely forgot about the podcast interview because I was just not even here. Um, so this I'm so time, glad that you're here. I'm yeah. so glad that you're here and you can spend 30 to 45 minutes with me. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that you're here too. <laughs> I, I mean, it's, it's great, but I can, I can understand that having to have reminders after reminders, yes. because if you don't like, it's really easy to get caught up and then be like, Oh shit. I had, I had an appointment at one o'clock. It's now one thirty. Oh, what am I going to do about that? Right. So, you know, we, we've glamorized it a little bit and everybody wants a remote position, but I, I know a lot of people that have tried it and it just didn't work for them for various reasons. And I just want to say that that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. And then kind of you have the people that are in the middle where I'm going to go work at a coffee shop or utilize one of these, you know, we work or virtual offices um, because they like to at least get out of the house and have a different environment around them, but they don't want to be in an office Monday through Friday, nine to five. So there's that mixture too. I, that doesn't work for me because I get in, distracted really easily. <laughs> so yeah. it just yeah. doesn't for me, but, but I, you know, in the past I've had, um, 
uh, employees or, you know, I, I know people that will set specific days, you know, every Tuesday I'm going to go into work, air quotes again, for those that are, that are not watching this. <laughs> and, you know, that's going to be in the coffee shop or that's going to, and, and some of my folks or some of my friends will say to me too, that they can't work in a coffee shop because it's too loud. So there's Same. other yeah, I mean, I can't, I'm, I'm like, oh, what are you drinking? And I'm just super chatty, clearly. And so. I'm overhearing everything everybody <laughs> else is saying. Yeah. Like the people who sit with the things in their ears, I'm like, oh, I wish I could be that person. Um, so I've worked in libraries. I've worked um, when, you know, if you're stationed, if, for those that are military listeners, you know, you can go on base. Sometimes they have a library where you can just, you know, sit in a room and it's quiet. Um if you're a civilian, same concept, you know, something that, that might be a little more quiet. And that's also why those like virtual offices are kind of, kind of neat because you can kind of come and go close right. the door. Yeah. Um, so, you know, staying structured, finding, finding the rhythm that works for you and other people that also work remotely, because then you can kind of like, you know, commiserate with each other. <laughs> That's where those co-working often things come in, like you mentioned, come in handy where you can go and, and there's a couple near you. Like, so anybody living in Hampton Roads, I know we have a big following in Hampton Roads because I live there. Um, there's quite a few co-working spaces now in Hampton Roads. And so that's a great place to be able to commiserate with other entrepreneurs. And I'm not sure how much of your, what percentage of your listeners, you know, this speaks to, but I know that no matter what, at some point in your life, if you've worked for a corporation or you've had that nine to five, you've idealized, you know, God, I really wish I could work from home or teleworking is really great. And as somebody who has managed people who, who are working remotely as a, as a employer or, you know, a manager, that's also really difficult because you don't know what they're doing. Like mm -hmm. I can't see when they're struggling. And I, I've had some, um, professional discussions that way. And, and I'm constantly looking for feedback on that, you know, both as, as somebody who's working remotely and somebody who employs people that works remotely is what, how can you tell that they're getting this stuff done and they're not like, you know, goofing off or, or whatever, because you can't see them. And, and what really struck out to me was I can't tell when someone's struggling. Mm-hmm. Right. Like I can't walk by their desk and see, you know, stress. I, I can't see the mountain of stuff that they have on their desks. When we get on a video call, of course they're, you know, yeah, everything's okay. Yeah. So, who wants to admit like me openly, like I am struggling mentally right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, so that's very, really difficult. If any of your listeners also, you know, employ people or even contract workout, you don't know if that person's struggling. So I think you just have to have constant check-ins and communication, get on the phone, um, get on video calls, you know, use zoom or, uh, Google hangouts, whatever it is. And just, and I've even entertained the idea of like, what if we got on the video call and just worked like had it running yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like have it running in the background. We're all working together for an hour, two hours or whatever. Or would that be weird? You know what I mean? Like oh. I, I need to entertain that. Moni Jefferson used to do, and she was a, a previous podcast guest, which, so I'll link that up in the show notes as well. Um, she used to do that with her um, group that she has going with for entrepreneurs. 
military spouse entrepreneurs. And I can't think of it off the top of my head, uh, but it's out there. Yeah, so, um, oh my God. Is I, it Mill Creative or Mill Spouse Creative? Yeah, I think it's Mill Spouse Creative. I'm going to look it up right now because that that's not like, I don't want to um, and screw that up. I love moaning. So I, I right. respect so, yeah. Um, so she used to do that in her group. I don't know if she does anymore where they would do, um, you know, video work. And then right. if you had a question or you wanted, you know, you wanted some clarification, you could ask the person, the people that were on the call. I don't know her, if she still does them, but yeah. Her group is Mill Spouse Creative. It's a registered trademark. So I, I didn't, I don't want to screw that up. So Mill Spouse Creative is, is Moni's group, but um, I don't know. I was so close. Yeah. You <laughs> We had a lot of the elements in there, so, you know, <laughs> but, um, but I, I, I respect her highly and I didn't want to chop that up. It's like when people say Germano and I'm like, it's Germano, but that's okay. It's all right. You're close. It's not a big deal. Um, yeah. So I think that that could be a really cool concept too, of just, if you're a remote work, uh, and you just kind of co-work together, but you're doing that via video. I mean, the advantages of remote work are, are second to none. I mean, you're saving money on transportation, fuel. Right. Um, you, I, I would, I don't know if we're too, I don't know if it's too soon to do studies on it, but I would be really interested in the studies on how much it saves a business from a PTO standpoint. So if I'm not feeling well, like I said, I can work from home. I don't have to take a day off. I don't have to take a sick day. But like if I had to go into an office nine to five and I'm not feeling well and I need to take a sick day, that's eight hours of that bucket. So I'm wondering like when we get to that point where we've had enough years of remote work, what that cost perspective is and how much it saves, um, you know, a company. I have read a lot of studies on employee satisfaction when they can work remotely. Yeah especially if they have children, you know, it allows them to, to be able to take the kids to school and to also be there if their kids are sick. Like, I think this, the last article I read was that employee will stay with the company and take a pay cut versus somebody who's making, you know, 10% more, but has to go in the office. It's like, would you take a pay cut knowing you could work remotely and it's flexible around your lifestyle and your needs? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I probably would. I mean, cause even like I said, even right now with school, I'm struggling with that and I don't like taking online classes, but now I'm, I'm considering doing it because my kids, my kids need me, you know, they're older and they're in school, you know, from while well, the bus picks them up at eight 15 in the morning and they don't get home till three 30 in the afternoon. So that's plenty of time where I could do this work, but if I have to actually go in someplace and yep. a kid gets sick, Yep. You know, I mean, it's, it's school, but still it's kind of like work. <laughs> it is work. Yeah. <laughs> I but just still got paid for it. <laughs> if you live, if you live in DC or if you live in a, a major city where your commute is anywhere from 45 minutes to an hour, I both ways, that's two hours that you're sitting there yeah. in a car, not with your family, not, I mean, yeah, there's a benefit because you can listen to podcasts like yours, which are really great, but you know, it's, it's not, that's not, uh, it's 2000. Well, by the time this airs, it's 2020 and we've advanced as, as you know, technology advances. Um, so yes to remote work as an individual and to align with your, your passions, with your podcast and your listeners. 
understanding what works for you. So I love your podcast because it really layers the emotional side of things. It kind of, we've peeled back layers and, and, you know, on the onion and we get to that emotional part of, of it in your podcast. And so I would say it's okay if it doesn't work for you, if you're struggling with it and you need to figure out a different way, it's okay. If you want to hire a somebody to come and care for your kids for a couple hours a day while you're home, like that's okay too. Um, and you know, and asking for help and seeing how other people do it, do it. Um, that's all okay. It's all okay to, to struggle through that because it's different and it's hard. Um, I haven't brushed my teeth yet today. Like Me I, imagine, either. <laughs> I imagine I would have done that if I were going into an office, Right. <laughs> but I get like my first cup of coffee and I'm like, well, let me get through my first cup of coffee. And then I'll like brush my teeth and all that stuff. Well, it's freaking nine o'clock now. I should go and brush my teeth. <laughs> so, um, so that's, that, that is, you know, that is, that's funny. The other thing I hear on a positive side, when you're, when you're a remote worker is your children see you working and you're modeling that. And, and I think that there's, there's strength in that as well. You know, I get to see mom or dad working from home um, and I see that, see what work looks like for them. And I mean, remember that interview of the guy who was on the news, news channel and he was on and then his kid came in and you could see his wife in the background, like trying to get, Yeah. (laughs) How, how, like how many of us can relate? You know what I mean? Yeah. No. Oh my God. I, I can totally relate. I've had my knock on the door in the middle of a podcast interview. <laughs> I've had my cats crying outside my door. Like, come on, y'all. Like, just let me get through this. But no, it's real life. That's why my 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 podcast is relatively raw and, and mainly unedited because yes. it's real life, right? Yes. Yeah. So your dog was barking in the background. That's real <laughs> life. That's not something that I want to edit out because I want people to know, like, that's going to happen because otherwise we think, you know, when it's overly edited, we think that like, especially something like mine where it is supposed to be raw and real. We think, Oh, everything's perfect. Megan never says, um, and (laughs) everything is great. And I'm like, I say, um, all the time. It's just a natural filler word. I try not to, but it does. So that's real life. And, and that, that video, man, it cracks me up every time I see it. Cause I'm like, that's, that's real life with kids. Um, or even like with animals, like my cats yes. are ridiculous. They keep trying to figure out how to get, we have old latches on our doors in the house and they keep trying to figure out how to get the latch to come up. <laughs> <laughs> so we need to see, you know, so people, I think that that's something that we can, we can relate to those of us that have worked remotely. We relate to the imperfectness of it, but, but I also you know, I tend to get really into something and and especially in social, if I'm planning marketing concepts and and writing, I need it to be quiet. I cannot have, Mm -hmm. I couldn't do that in an office. Hell no. With phones ringing and people talking like I need, you know, my, my um, blinders on, I need it quiet. I can't even have like a radio playing or a TV in the background. Like I need complete quiet ever all, you know, quiet on the set. Um, but, but it just is different for everybody. Um, we, we have a Facebook group as well. And I think a lot of those folks in there also work remotely. And so I can also, what's, what's the name of your Facebook group and we'll link it. Uh, so 
the name of our Facebook group is Drop and Give Me 20, um, and it's attached to the agency Facebook page. So if, you, if you're looking at Germano Advertising Company, you'll find it there on our page. But if you also look up Drop and Give Me 20, you'll see that there's a Facebook group for it. And so we created that group to bring a community, a sense of community in with the podcast. And so, like I was saying, I think that a lot of the folks there also work remotely because the engagement in that group, our peak times are 9 a.m., 10 a.m., you know, because that's when we're all sitting in front of our computers working. And so that's kind of neat too, is like, I know I, our, it's not five o'clock PM for, for that group because people then leaving there, you know, carrying on with their day. But I think a lot of those folks are work, working remotely. So what are some of the, you've mentioned a couple times, some of the downsides for remote work. I'd love to have you give us the downsides that you can think of, but then the upsides that you can think of. The downside is I'm trying to figure out the way, the best way to put this to not, to not uh, be discouraging. The downside to remote work is you have, you have really, you've really got to understand the need for structure and the need for structure in your day, your environment, you know, whatever that looks like. If your household is insane and always loud, that might not be ideal for you. Right. Uh, and, and just having a real talk about that. So, so that would be probably the downside is it does not work for everybody because everybody works differently. Some people like that structure of, I need to get out of my house from eight to five and then I get my work done and then I come home. That, those lines of when you're working and when you're not get really blurry around that. Like it's okay, it's, you will find yourself, oh, it's 5.30, oh my God, I need to like get off of my computer and go you know, cook dinner or whatever it is that you have to do. Um, can you do things around that to, to help hold yourself accountable and, and, you know, log off? Sure. Is it easy? No. I mean, you just want to complete that. You know, you just want to finish what you were working on. It's eight o'clock at night. You need to go eat. Um, I left my breakfast on my counter an hour and a half ago. I forgot all about it. So, you know, the whole co I found so many coffee mugs in my, in my microwave. Like <laughs> I can't even, um, Positive is it can, if you have, uh, you know, from a, from a family perspective, it, it can work around kids and daycare and appointments and things like that. The other positive is sometimes you're in a place that does not have a lot of employment opportunities. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're living in an area that doesn't have, um, you know, offices or corporations, remote work might be the only option for you to get uh, employment that you would want, right? So not just a, well, I mean, I can work at, you know, AutoZone and, and be there, but, but I have two degrees and, and that might not be a good fit for me. Nothing against AutoZone. First of all, on the topic of AutoZone, people there are really friendly. But they are. I, I mean, I don't know why we're not like into that because we're all like focused on the Chick-fil-A's and stuff like that on customer service, but like the, you know, the AutoZone's, those, those people, those people that work there, I've never had a bad experience there. I've had, like, mm. I've come in damsel in distress, like, oh my God, I and I've had those people, men and women, doesn't matter, you know, come out and help me. All right. Anyway, we're getting off track. No, so. I feel the same way about AutoZone. I remember <laughs> Jeremy had moved here to Connecticut and I was still living in Virginia and my battery died 
And I, I mean, I got it started up and I went to AutoZone and I'm like crying. I'm like, yeah. I don't know what to do. And the lady was the nicest lady in the world. And she used to be a military spouse. Her, her husband, well, still is. She's a retired military spouse. And um, she was just so sweet and so helpful. And I was just like, you know what? She made my day because, I mean, customer service to me is like the thing. If, yes. if I have, I, I will try. So if I have a poor customer service experience, I will go back one more time just because in case it was a bad day or something was off. But right. after that, when it comes to customer service, two strikes are out for me. If I have two bad experiences, I'm not coming back. But if I have like two amazing experiences, guess what? I'm going to tell the world about it. Yes. Yes. So, you know, maybe, maybe you're living in an area that doesn't bode well for your background and your degree. Um, and it's just very rural and you know, a lot of that, that, that isn't a meaningful, you know, option for you. Um, that's where remote work can come in and looking for opportunities that allow for that. So that's an advantage of, of, you know, teleworking or remote work is you're able to work for someone that, you know, you don't have to like, you don't have to sacrifice your, your education. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, that's, that's the way I look at it. I was like, right now I just have my associates, which is still, I have an associates. Okay. So it's, it's, it's not a nothing. Like I keep talking about it and people are like, that's not nothing, but I'm like, what would I even like, where would I find a job that even that even matters? Do you know what I mean? Like, and it's, you know, once I have my bachelor's and, and hopefully a master's or a PhD, probably a master's, you know, finding a job that aligns with that, that I would be heartbroken if, if I couldn't utilize all that time and hard work I put into achieving those things. So I can totally yeah. see where you're going with that. Yeah. And I, I just think that sometimes we, we find ourselves living in a, a not ideal area for what we're passionate about. That, that's the point of that is the very long way of saying that. So especially if you're a military spouse. Yes. Yes. Especially if you're a military spouse or if you, um, if you're following your spouse's career, you know, and they, their job takes them to an area that that's not ideal for your career that, that, you know, tends to happen a lot in the military, but it can happen in civilian life too. So in that capacity, yeah, remote work is the jam because you can do it and not feel interrupted in your, um, you know, endeavors. So if the people at AutoZone are listening to this podcast, I love AutoZone. I just want to say that I didn't mean to knock it. <laughs> love AutoZone. Totally love them. Y'all are doing great things. Um, and customer service is, it, you know, really needs to shine a light on that because I'm tired of hearing about, yes, Chick-fil-A's people are great. Okay. <laughs> like, um, so, you know, so we were talking about the positives of remote work and, and flexibility. Um, if you need that, you know, if you have, a, a, if you're caring for somebody in the household or, you know, you have responsibilities to, to young'uns that you need to be there for, that is absolutely a, a, you know, upside of looking for working remotely. I just, I kind of go back to like, it's a, Sometimes that could be the demise of it. You know, you have a lot going on at, at home and you can't complete the work because you keep getting interrupted and you might need to do that um, kind of that combination where maybe you're, you're home working three days a week, 
two days a week you go into you know a coffee shop or a remote office and they're really inexpensive I mean God bless that whole like movement of uh, virtual offices like yes thank you um, I mean you can get an office daily office and just pay 20 bucks for the day and that is worth it think about what you would be paying for your commute I mean, in fuel and sitting in traffic right. and the headache of it. I mean, yes, take my money. And you've got like this coffee setup, sweet, <laughs> you know? Um, so, you know, if, if you're finding that that struggle is you're kind of in the middle, you're not really sure, you know, hire some, either hire somebody to come and help at, at home. If that's not feasible for you, then, you know, maybe just looking for uh, an area where you can take, like, I think some of them have like a daycare option where you can, they'll watch your kids for an hour or something like that. Um, and just kind of finding what works for you. I also know that when I'm working from home, I need big fat screens and I need, you know, I, my setup, I have a whole, I have a whole thing going on here. You know, I need that to be, I can't work like in a laptop in my lap, like on the couch, you know, like I need a real desk with like mm -hmm. pens and paper and staplers and who staples things anymore, but I have a stapler. for. Some I have reason. to. Yeah. <laughs> I have a stapler and I have, you know, like like as if I had a, a cubicle, I have it all. I have my files. Like I also still have manual manila file folders, like the old school. Oh, you know. I love it. <laughs> I do. Yes. I have that. I've got my planner. I've got my calendar. I've got all this stuff. I have a printer, <laughs> not a fax machine, but a printer, like get yourself set up professionally. Who faxes things nowadays? Like stupid, anything to do with the military. Just scan it and Jesus. email it. <laughs> yeah, they were like, well, I was trying to transfer prescriptions and they were like, oh, okay, you have to come to the, the pharmacy and pick up the form. I don't live on base. I live, you know, I'm like, what? Right. Uh, can you like email it to me? Is it somewhere online? They're like, no, it's a paper that you have to come and pick up at the, and I'm like, what the hell guys? Like, can, um, it's 2020. <laughs> you can put that form online. And then when you fill it out, you've got to either physically bring it back or fax it. And I'm like, I don't, I don't have a home line. Like what? Yeah. Oh, it's so inconvenient. <laughs> no, I saw this meme on Facebook or Instagram today that says nobody faxes things in 2019, Susan. And I was yes. just like, poor Susans. They're always the ones getting the shaft nowadays. Susans and Karens. <laughs> you could do a whole series on the applications you would need or the setup that you need when you're working remotely. So the equipment, the programs that you have installed on your computer, if you're working from home and something happens, you don't have IT that you can call, you're the one fixing it. I mean, that could really cramp your day. Um, making sure you've got proper Wi-Fi. And if not, you got to hardwire in and running the wires. Now I sound like friggin' IT, but like, you got to do all that, you know, so get, take the time. I have, um, I actually got a, a desk made, um, cause I saw it on Instagram and I wanted it. Um, get your office, your home office set up. I have, I have mine in a, in a room in the house that also can double as a guest room. So, you know, I've got my computer here and I've got the, you know, roll pull out couch in front of me and stuff like that. Um, but getting it set up to how you want it, that opens up worms, a can of worms too, because I went online and I searched like home office decor. <laughs> Crap, like now I'm in a Pinterest and Etsy, you know, rabbit hole. 
and it's, you know, and it's in the middle of the day, I'm supposed to be working. So it, it can happen. Um, where is this like timer thing I've heard about too, where you can set a timer and you know, for 20 minutes, you're working on this task and you're not supposed to be working on something else that doesn't work for me. But I know a lot of people that that works from Pom Pomodoro time. I thought it was 90 or I thought it was 90 minutes working on something in a 15 minute break, or maybe it was 45 minutes and 15 minute break. Uh, I will tell you sitting, st sitting in a chair for more than, you know, 30, 45 minutes, you need to get up, you know, like you need to get, walk, right. or get a stand up desk. Um, those things are really cool where you could like work, work, you know, and, and have it kind of in a, in a manner where you can stand. Um, I get up and I go to the water cooler often, meaning my coffee maker and my, my kitchen. So um, taking little breaks when you're feeling overwhelmed. Cause the other thing about working remotely is you don't have that sense of like, people are shutting down, people are getting up and going to lunch. Like that doesn't happen. So you could get right. really into like what you're working on and, and just completely forget and lose concept of time. That's like two o'clock in the afternoon and you haven't even had lunch yet. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. I need to go and brush my teeth. So. <laughs> yeah. No. Well, I'd love before we wrap this up, Lindsay, um, could you share some places where people could find remote work? Do you know of some places? Oh my gosh. Um, well, if you're military, there are a lot of military organizations that cater to employment opportunities for um, organizations and leveraging them to, you know, especially military spouses. Um, I would use things like LinkedIn to find remote work because that, that tends to be the, the portal that people post opportunities. Um, you can go into Facebook groups, like professional ones that are catered to careers, you know, and ask. Um, my, my advice there is if you're going to do that, say what you're looking for. Don't just be like, does anybody know any of your remote opportunities? Like really say, here's my background. Here's my, you know, I have a, um, you know, associates in marketing and I'm looking for something in marketing, like kind of help that person out so that they know what you're looking for um, when you're posting out. And typically what will happen is once you start doing that, those algorithms will start reading that you're searching and then you'll start seeing positions, you know, posted into your newsfeed when you log on. So the advantage of doing that, asking for help is then that thing will read that and start posting or excuse me, populating, you know, those things into your newsfeed. So you're really curating your newsfeed how you want it to be. Um, there are, or if you don't feel like your, your skill set is where remote work, you know, opportunities, uh, are, then you can take advantage of organizations that are, um, training, you know, they, they offer education, they offer kind of scholarships or, um, fund, they fund your, your eight week kind of, um, um, apprenticeship, you know, there's, there's organizations that do that, um, so yeah, I mean, I, I can certainly name a probably 300, but I would kind of put the ownership back on the, on the person that's listening and go, go into these social media platforms because they're free to use and tell people what you're looking for and let, let those folks then kind of, Oh, have you looked into, you know, um, XYZ or ABC or whatever that the company is. But LinkedIn is where I would go first. Make sure your LinkedIn um, profile is buttoned up not, you know, it's, it's, it's presenting what you would want people to, um, receive of you, whether that's, you know, more casual vibe or more professional, whatever that means to you. Um, because people will scope out your, your profile on LinkedIn, like clearly. So, 
Um, so that's my advice is you, you go on, you go to these platforms, you go in and Facebook has a number of career oriented groups that, that you can search and you can join and you can tell those folks what you're looking for. Um, go to the university that you were studying at as well and ask them, are there any job boards? Because most of those universities will also curate, um, you know, their alumni, if they're hiring, they'll, they'll pull those in and try and like bridge that, uh, student to employer gap. So go to the universities that, that you may have attended or that you've studied at and go, Hey, is there like some sort of, you know, um, a career portal for, for those of us that are looking into jobs. So, um, I'm trying to rattle off so many options to, to your listeners. Let's see. Those are great ones for people to start with, Lindsay. Um, do you still do your lattes and laptops um, social media? Because you did one on LinkedIn for anybody who's in the Hampton Roads area and may want to check it out. Right. Where could they find that information? So the agency is really, um, you know, our, our forward-facing women that handle uh, all of the education, all the client management, Bobby Ann and Callie. So if you are listening to this and you just kind of want to get buttoned up on your LinkedIn, both of those women are the ones that can walk you through an educational session. We don't have a, we don't have our 2020, um, events uh, ready. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. I kind of like blanked out there. We don't have our workshops planned for 2020, but, um, if you contact us, we can, we'll fit you in or we, if you, even if you're virtual and you just kind of need that, we can do them virtually. Um, Callie and Bobby Ann can, can hook you up. So, um, yeah, you can certainly in the show notes, contact the agency, they'll help you out or you can contact, you know, um, us online, however you need to. And if you want to just some help with your LinkedIn game, we tend to specialize in, you know, business owner training. Um, but for individuals that are looking for, for, uh, a position or an opportunity, you are kind of in that, you know, bracket of posturing yourself for, you know, employment. So anyway, um, yeah, they can contact the agency, Bobby Ann and Callie will we'll hook them up. Great. Cause I know I took your, took your, one of yours on LinkedIn and I thought it was very informative and I got a lot of information on how to, but I'm stuck at LinkedIn. I'm never on it. Even though I keep getting all these requests to connect, I was like, oh my God. <laughs> totally different than Facebook. And it's okay to put in it LinkedIn is. when you're looking for a position where you're and you know, if it is something that, um, if you really are, you know, I have to be remote because of my personal situation, then say it, I'm looking for a remote position. So you're not wasting anybody's time either. Right. You know? Well, Lindsay, as we wrap up the podcast today, what is something or a collection of things that you'd like to leave the inspired women audience with? The collection of things, keep listening to episodes, not to, not to throw it back, throw the softball back on you, but keep listening to episodes. If you are interested in remote work, connecting with other people that also work remotely and asking them um, what works best for them and kind of getting some feedback, try it. And, and it's okay if, if you find out, God, this is really hard. I can't do this. That's okay. It's okay. It does not work for everybody. Some people just really need to get out of the house and, and work on that structure. Um, if you're like me and you like it, you know, all power to you, finding out what works best for you and staying organized and structured just like you would if you were going into an office. Well, Lindsay, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. Thank you. I really appreciate you. And I hope you have a good afternoon. You too. 
Thank you for being a part of the Inspired Women audience. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a rating review. And don't forget to share this out with somebody who could use some inspiration today. Tag us at Inspired Women Podcast, both on Facebook and Instagram. Have a great day.